Happy Wednesday, everybody. Thank you so much for downloading or streaming the Be Our Guest podcast. As always, thanks for downloading the show and spending some time with us for some fun Disney conversation. Of course, it is Wednesday, so it is time for those listener questions. And today we tackle some questions about the Disney Visa. When are those offers typically available and are they worth it? Getting that card, we discussed that today. How about some options for ADRs for a solo traveler? We help listener Matt out with that. We also discuss where to go for your park reservations for Marathon Weekend. If you're running the big one on Sunday, you got 26.2 to run. How do you go about touring with the family on Friday and Saturday? This and much more coming your way on today's podcast. Don't forget today's show always brought to you by the Magic for Less Travel. Check them out for all your Disney trip planning needs. They're the best in the business and they're over at the Magic for Less. Com. Please also use our Amazon affiliate link. That one extra click really does help everything we do here on the show. Please bookmark it and use it often. BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And a sincere thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. We could not do this without you. If you'd like to support the show, please come on over. Patreon.com slash BeOurGuestPodcast. Ready to take a trip to the world? You found the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. This is where your memories come front and center on our podcast stage. Welcome to episode 2111 of the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Rallman from BeOurGuestPodcast.com. And one of the senior agents over at the Magic for Less Travel. Happy Wednesday to you. Hope you're having a great week. And as always, thank you so much for downloading the show and being a part of the Be Our Guest podcast family. It's Wednesday, which means it's time for your listener questions. And we have the dream team assembled today. And now Pam's not here. Now we don't I was feel so. Sorry- wow. Scott's part of the dream team. I mean, all four of us are part of this dream team, but here's the deal. Like, we don't feel sorry for Pam today. We love Pam no. Forrester. She is a crucial member, founding member of this show. But she is on the Disney wish today. So oh, too bad. Jealous. You know, I, ah, I'm eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, and she's on the Disney wish. Be gone yeah. with you. I, I don't know she's- what movie that's from. It's from some movie I just saw. I can't remember, but. She's having a good time, so follow the Magic for Less Travel on socials. She yes. promised that she's going to burn all the free internet they give her on this. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Preview cruise that goes in like 15 minutes because I did one last August, and I mean, like, I, I checked an email, and my big internet package was gone. It was ridiculous, but she'll post it. She'll pay for it, and I mean, we're going to have so much to talk about when she gets back about this wonderful uh-huh. new ship that many of us are going to get to sail. And just think about this: the Be Our Guest podcast cruise. Only one year away at this point. We are getting there. It was, yeah. you know, quite a while. That's only a year. I know it sounds a long time, but <laughs> it'll be here before you know it. So we're getting there. But Pam is just, just going to give us all the goods here very soon with the wish. But until then, let's answer those questions. Joining us today from the mouseforless.com, we have Ricky. Ricky, what's going on? You know, I am going to try not to be jealous of Pam Forrester. Um, just I'm, I'm going to try. It's very, very, very difficult when, you know, you are not on the Disney wish. Uh, however, you know, I do have a few, few weeks to go. So I'm, my countdown at this point is 53 days. 
so we're getting there we're getting there that's as of wednesday so yeah we're, we're getting there but uh it is wednesday. yeah it's well i know that's what i'm saying Good. you know so <laughs> just, just so we have that straight hey i, I gotta ask something off topic i was gonna ask you this too right off the bat because it's topical for your part of the world right so <laughs> you you're a baseball fan you're a cardinals fan cardinals yes. cardinals doing pretty well this year I just found out real quick. I just found out that on my daughter's cheerleading squad, not her high school squad, but her all-star squad, like her one that travels around, you know, we do all the stuff and we go to yep. Disney and stuff at the end of the year. So she just got a new, a new girl on her squad three weeks ago mm-hmm. and they had wear blue day at, at their gym last week. And some of the girls were like, didn't have, I don't know. How do you not have blue stuff? They're in high school at this point. She's on a senior team. But so one of the girl, the girls like, if anybody needs blue stuff, I have some blue stuff shirts I can bring in. Come to find out, her brother is a pitcher in the major leagues. Okay, oh. this girl that's now on her squad. Now listen to this though. Her brother is a relief pitcher on a team that could keep the Cardinals out of the National League oh. Central title. Her brother is Devin Williams, who is oh, one of no. the best relievers in baseball for the Brewers. He's like the setup guy for Hater. Yeah, he went. He went to high school with Paige. We didn't know this, like, because like, like, oh, he, they said Brew Crew on it. I'm like, dude, it's Devin Williams. I'm like, you, you don't know who that is? Nobody knew who he was. I'm like, he's like one of the best pitchers in baseball. I'm like, he's got That's a wicked funny. change. Anyway, so we found that out. But I was gonna ask you about Freddie Freeman. If yeah. you if you ever leave our podcast and go to another podcast because they pay <laughs> you more, I want to see you crying like a baby. Every time you go live, I'm just thinking like, cause you, you love the BR guest podcast so much that you just sob into a towel every time. I you mean, talk. I, I would sob into a towel, but you know, I mean, given the fact that I get paid zero for this <laughs> podcast, uh, you know, if somebody wants to make me an offer, uh, <laughs> I am entertaining. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, Freddie Freeman, boy, he was, uh, I love the guy and I'll get to see him out at the Dodgers game. I hope, I hope he doesn't sit out that day, but man, he was, uh. I kind of felt bad for the Dodgers players. Like, dude, I know, just, I know. Go back. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I mean, I, yeah, he he was definitely upset, uh, and, and rightfully so. This is his home. Uh, but yeah, yeah. If I lost my home of you guys, I would definitely be bawling like a baby for sure. So, one hundred percent. But you know, just saying, zero is you know. We'll see. I know. Hey, man, nobody gets rich off podcasting. I'll tell you that much. Right? It usually costs you a lot of time and a lot of money. All right. Also joining us, we're heading up to the mitten. Your friend of mine, hashtag Scotty G. Scott, what did you think about good old Freddie, man? He was choked up. He just uh, couldn't get enough of it. I mean, I've seen players go back and, you know, get a little choked up at the first at bat, but man. I I, I didn't know it was going to happen. I thought he was going to renounce his Dodgers uh, gear and just like put on a Braves jersey again. I don't know. It's crazy. Who knows? But uh, I will say, like, I don't even have a blog. I don't have a travel agency <laughs> connection. So why am I even on this podcast? Because <laughs> everybody loves hashtags. Because I I mean, yeah. I mean, if someone pays me a grape, I'm making more than I did. <laughs> than I missed, so. But, but uh, I thought, Mike, I really thought you were going to say, I'm sorry about your story about the 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 brewers here i thought you're gonna say someone brought in a whole bunch of cardinal blue shirts yeah i like those are some of my no those I, are my favorites the baby i don't blues. like the cardinals at all i think you know that um <laughs> just easy, you know easy. we got like a, a issue with them with the tigers a little bit Dude, yeah. a long but, um, time ago <laughs> i know i don't i hold on the grudges but <laughs> i will admit like the cardinal blue jersey is kind of sweet i might have to actually get pick up a like a 
Ozzy Smith Cardinal blue jersey someday because those are those are pretty sweet. Yes, yes, they, kind of the color of my shirt I'm wearing today that you yeah, got. Yeah. You finally found me down at Walt Disney World. Kind of the baby blues that we wear on Saturdays on the road. The '80s road jersey. Anyway, no more baseball talk. Let's get to the questions. Paul has a question right off the bat. He says, "Here is the question," and I know Scott has some thoughts on this. I saw you posted actually about this somewhere. He says, uh, "The live harmonious event was awesome." How does one find out about events like this? Is it luck of the draw? Paul, he's in LSL, Missouri. Let me go. Okay, let me give Ricky a, a, a let's see. Ricky, where do you think LSL is? I can figure it out. I had to think about it for a second. Oh, I, like, I got oh, it. What is Lake it? St. Louis. Yeah, it's Lake St. Yeah, Louis. Yeah, right yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, okay, let's figure this out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right I was going right to say right. lower St. Louis. I don't know if it's like, like <laughs> yeah, upper yeah, New York, yeah. like lower St. There's Louis. East, like, there's East St. Louis. There's, you know, there's other places, but yeah, no, it's Lake St. Louis. It's yeah, right, up, right Louis. I think well. Miles Davis is from East St. Louis. He is. He is, I think. There's a lot of Jackie Jordan Kersey, who I got to meet at a marathon event. She is awesome. She's from East St. Louis. Okay, anyway, so. You watched the Harmonious thing, Scott, and I saw you posted. You thought it was awesome. But, I mean, how do you find out about this kind of stuff? Yeah, I mean, it kind of is luck of the draw. So I will say Disney kind of promoted it a little bit, like a week or maybe like 10 days before the event, saying, hey, mark your calendars. You know, we're going to do this special event, you know, live Harmonious on Disney+. Plus." So that's really the only way, like, if you can swing it, right? If you're a local, maybe you could drive. If you're, like, in Ricky's territory, maybe you can, like, you know, do an overnight drive and get there. But, uh, yeah, you really can't plan for that too much because it was kind of a late notice but i will say mike i i encourage you to watch it you know you've said so many times on the podcast you and i have a hot debate about (laughs) harmonious but my gosh man it was so awesome it was great because i'm all about like live musicians like i love just i love the arts i love the all the talented musicians and it was so great to just see them out there performing and singing the songs the uh, dig a little deeper scene, oh, you know, was like, oh my, my god, like, I was getting part. chills. I, I was getting chills that during song. that. I love, love, yeah. love Princess and the Frog, yeah. and I'm telling you, I will die on this hill. The music from that film is so fantastic. Like, if you don't have, I have it on like repeat all the time because I really love, love, love the music from Princess and the Frog. So, yeah, um, yeah I agree with you. Yeah. It was I would- great. It was a great, spectacular. I would love to know from someone that was there, though, because like watching it, right? Like they can, Mike, you know this, like they can make the production sound really good coming Mm -hmm. through like your, your TV speakers, whatever. I wonder what it was like in World Showcase, though. Could you hear it all, you know? like A friend, uh, Kim Taylor from the podcast, she actually was there. She was working. uh, So I didn't ask her like how she could hear it, but she did say that she was there and got to experience a little bit of it. Yeah, I'm just curious how the audio went. Because could you imagine like if that was your first time? Yeah, right? Like, hey, let's... Oh, they're going to do this cool fireworks show and fountain show. And then all of a sudden there's like live musicians. Like, yeah. oh, they do this every they do this night. Every night? Amazing. This, place, this yeah. place knows how to do fireworks, you know, yeah. bring out the light. Yeah, no, I'm with you because that's why I like Candlelight Processional. It's it's because yeah. of the whole thing. You know, it comes to life. There's yeah. you know, the singers and the musicians. And I totally agree with you. I mean, I, what am I, I, don't, I, you know, I like the illuminations. That's my, kind of my thing. But I know. It, I, I love the illuminations too. Yeah, like, yeah. I, like, I like them both. But I'll tell you, one of my favorite things we ever did, Mike, was that one summer um, where they, I think it was like the Grand Floridian Orchestra, RIP, man, I yep. love them. I miss yeah. them so much. Remember when they did like the Pixar thing and yes. the Beauty of the Beast Theater? Yes. That, that was, was one of the coolest so things cool. ever. I just love so live cool. music. Yeah. So cool. I do too. And I mean, I think most people do, but I, I would under, I, I guess, I, obviously, it's really probably 
very expensive to get oh, musicians of that sure. caliber yeah. together for something like this. And you're right. That's a good question about what it was like, like being yeah. there around the lagoon, because a lot of times I would guess they would have to kind of sacrifice the live quality to get the sound to the, right. you know, they're, they're look, they're micing it up and getting it into the mixing boards. The mix is good for the. Exactly. That's why I think recording. they focused on more. Yeah. So I'm curious if you were like in Italy, like how did it sound like, cause right, they were right. more like at like the world showplace entrance or you know what I mean? Like the, that's a good question. So if yeah. anybody was there and I'm sure a lot, you know, we had a lot of listeners that were probably there oh. at some point. Let's know. But what kind of blew my mind too is like, I think some of the people that performed were like some of the people on the soundtrack. Cause I like it right. sounded so I mean, it was just like perfect to like how the audio is. So like, yeah. I don't know, unless it, unless if you could just train yourself to sound like someone else, I mean, that'd be pretty challenging. But I think they had a lot of the same like vocals, uh, maybe not the string, you know, instruments could have right. been the same, but I think a lot of the vocalists were the same on the recording. It was a pretty cool right. event. And I think I, I think they talked about that too. I'm um, not sure. I uh, My, okay. my uh, um, the first part like cut out on my, uh, when I was watching it. So like I, I had to like restart Disney plus at that point. I was like, no, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, so I missed like a brief chunk, but I thought they mentioned something about it. So, yeah. But in short, yeah, it's just luck of the draw. Like, I mean, they gave a little bit of a yeah. warning, but I mean, gosh, I wish I, I would have loved to have been there for that event, but yeah. kudos to those that were there. That's awesome that mm -hmm. they got to have that part of their vacation. D dig a little deeper has like a, has a, a tambourine, right. And that song, right. I, I, I should jump in and, I mean, and I could be, I could play the tambourine. And yeah, I mean, I, I could throw a tambourine on anything. Like, I, yeah, yeah exactly. we'll just be in the back in the exactly, percussion. Dude, like, I could yeah. be back there, like, because I've seen it on a cruise line. Yeah, Actually, so we dig a little deeper, though. Like, <laughs> it's like more like a church song, kind of like a yeah. gospel. Like, yeah, so they gospel, actually had like yeah. a they had a guy playing the drum set on that one. Nice. Like, just I love town. a gospel awesome. choir. Give me a gospel choir. Dude. I love that kind yeah. of music. Oh my so gosh, cool. that's so good. So good. Okay. Next question is from Robert Tucker. Been listening to the show for quite a long time and glad to see him in here with the chat. He says, hey, guys, getting ready to make my 20th trip to Disney World. Traveling with me is my wife and my four-year-old daughter. First trip since COVID in No Magical Express. What transportation should we take from the airport to pop? I, I'm willing to pay extra to have a private shuttle, No Mirrors Connect, or Sunshine Flyer. Love the podcast, and thanks for all you do. Thanks, Robert. Okay, so... Personally, I've been taking Ubers and Lyfts and that's, you know, but again, if you don't want to do that, the two companies that I've been recommending over at the Magic for Less, because we've been getting good reviews all around it. And I've been asking guests when they get back and I've been getting, I have not heard a bad word on either one of these companies since we've gotten back. And I've asked about a few things. I've asked about price. I've asked about the friendliness of the drivers. And I've asked about selection of the vehicles as well as the like the shape that the vehicles are in, you know, I don't want you to get like a cash for clunkers kind of thing to get you, you know, across Orlando and all these things have been fine for all my guests. And the two companies I'm recommending is happy limo and Tiffany town car. So if you just kind of Google those happy and Tiffany just type those in. And the thing is like, it's, they have so many different vehicles and ways to customize like what you want. You know, do you, do you need this? Do you need that? You can really customize it and get what you're looking for. So those are the two companies right now. I'm happy, uh, you know, kind of going with. So if you're looking for that, I think you can, and that, you know, some people, I don't know, Ricky, you always drive Ricky. So you don't have to worry about this. You have a car, but Scott, you know, we get there, we land and we want to get there, you know, so 
I'm fine with a lot of times I'm just going out for races and it's just me. So I'll just, you know, roll up one person, a couple bags and throw it in the back of a Toyota to sell or something and get over there. But I mean, I understand if you're with a family, you'd like to have something scheduled. You'd like to have no somebody's waiting for you because you're comfortable with how Magical Express works. So I think Robert's being proactive here rather than kind of seat of their pants like I tend to be. Yeah, I like I like the, the options you gave there, Mike, you know, and it's kind of fun. You know, you get out there, like, someone's got your name on a, like, an iPad. Yes, you know, it's like, so yeah, cool. That's me. That's me. Oh, yeah. Ah, no, that's yeah. And, and, by the way, pro tip, take a selfie with your driver, with your iPad, with your name on it, and post yeah. it. Baller move. I'm just saying. That's I, true. I did I not did do that. I did that before. Um, it was it was actually Beth that picked us up that had a sign, but that's which is pretty awesome. Uh, I did that at Disneyland once. I didn't even tell the girls, you know, like, I was like, we'll figure out the, we'll figure out the, the car when we get there. And there was. There was like this long haired dude. Like, I almost like just like, uh, never mind. No, no. Because <laughs> he had a sign that said Scott Gardner. And Emily's like, Dad, is that for you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's a lot of Scott Gardner. Try to check on this guy real quick. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was super friendly. He was super cool. But like, there's something magical i would say about that we've lost the magical express but there's something cool you come down that escalator and there's a person down there with your name on an ipad who's ready to take you to you know your happy place so that's kind of fun i would also just maybe you're not comfortable driving but just take a look at the car rates you know i know Mm -hmm. the car rates could be through the roof but that's also a good alternative to find too so you'll want to make sure you do it ahead of time if you are considering that option they're loosening up, though. I mean, I got a good deal on a car in California. Uh, you know, yeah, no, I just, I don't mean the rates. I just mean it still can be, yeah, the quantity. It still can be a little difficult to find cars. And there's so. resort parking, too. So that's something that you got to consider as well yes. for additional costs. So I'd say, you know, just go big. Just do just do the car like you're already thinking and uh, go with one of those recommendations Mike, Mike provided. All right, here's a question that came in just an hour ago in my email. And I said, you know what? I'm going to put this out there on the podcast rather than answer it just uh, because he's asking me. But he says, Mike, with the ADR date coming up here at the end of August on my solo trip, any dining recommendations for a solo traveler? I was planning mostly quick service, but curious if you found uh, some ADRs that you like when traveling solo. So this is for Matt. And uh, I asked him, you know, can we put this on show? And he says, sure. And I, was, you know, I thought it bounces off you guys because we've all been there, you know, for mm-hmm. race weekends or events or by ourselves, you know, where, you know, a lot of folks have never probably dined, you know, alone. Scott, you're with your family mostly, but yeah, I've, I've, I've never dined alone. So I'm trying, I'm trying to think like, what, what would I, I, I do? I, I kind of like this question. Like, what would I do if I was by I myself? Mean, I do mostly counter service when I'm by myself just because mm-hmm. it's a little bit cheaper and it's quicker and you don't have to make plans. Yeah. But I mean, I have done, I'm trying to think where I've done Grand Floridian Cafe by myself. Because uh, uh, I've stayed at the, it's usually at the hotel that I'm staying at, you know, just book an ADR there. Ricky, what about you? What place have you dined? So I'm going to be perfectly honest. I am absolutely 100% perfectly comfortable with dining alone. It doesn't matter where it is. It can be, you know, here in Atlanta, it can be at Disney World, it can be wherever. And I can dine alone at a, at a table service spot. So what I do is I don't even look at places that are like, you know, dine alone places, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just literally look at my Disney experience and go, where is it that I want to eat today? Yeah, I've done that. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's kind of what I do. Like, whether you want to do that ahead of time or what, I mean, I do it on the fly, to be perfectly honest. I look at what's available and I just go, okay, what sounds good? And, you know, if, if there's something that sounds good in the list and it's available, you know, the night before or the day of or whatever, I'll book it. If not, then I'll tend to go to counter service. But yeah, I legit just 
book whatever I'm feeling because I have zero problem dining by myself. So I just, that's what phones are for, you know, back in the day when, you know, there were no phones, that's what books were for. Like, that's what I just did. I'm, I'm perfectly fine doing all that by myself. So yeah, like, so I would like to do though, Mike is um, just thinking about this question. Like, what would I do if I'm down there? So I like to, I would think I would like to go to a place that has like a, a like a bar area, mm -hmm. you know, like, cause then you can like talk to another person next to you, talk to the, like the server, the bartender. So my perfect spot would be, I would book a boathouse mm. and they have, a, they, they have the indoor dining and they have the outdoor dining. I would go outdoor, get, get the filet sliders or do the Gibson nice. burger, eat those rolls, enjoy the water. That would be my ideal spot as a solo diner. Two places I can I can recommend that I've had really good experiences. Actually, three. Olivia's I went once by myself and I loved it. Everybody's super friendly. It just seems like everybody's like super friendly there for some reason. Right. I don't know why, and I just love it restaurant. But the other two places I think work out great for solos: Beaches and Cream because it's yeah, just I mean it's like it's, it, it's like loud, it's crazy in there. People ordering uh, kitchen mm -hmm. sinks, lights going out. You know, they still and, have the 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 bar that you can sit at there they too, do right? but yeah. it's yeah. only like so if you join the walk-up list you'll likely get put at the bar but if you yeah. have an adr even if you're a solo you'll likely get put at a table sometimes they mix it up but that tends to be how it is so i've gone to beaches and cream a couple of times because at yacht club in may and that's i ate there twice god i love that place yeah. uh and a uh, solo and there's a lot to see like you get to, you know watch people eating their kitchen sinks you know just i just eat and just take it all in and in the other place and again it's kind of like with scott and it's a weird place to go solo if you think about it. It's beer garden. I went there so because I just love beer garden, and I was there on a solo trip. <laughs> you go I'm there like, a lot by yourself. I, it's weird, but I I ended up sitting with a, ta a table and these listeners of the show. They listened to the yeah. show like it was crazy. What are the chances? And but I mean, you get to talk to people, and when you're solo, it's kind of fun to get to actually talk to somebody other than Twitter. You know, it was it was a <laughs> good meal. I got to have my food I liked, and you know, we got to talk and learn a little about about each other. And hey, hey ho, was it? Uh, what, what's the uh, thing they say? Hey, 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 ho. No, that's uh, that's uh, naughty by nature. <laughs> what is it? They have this Ziggy Saki, Ziggy Saki. Hoy, hoy. Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. I was going to go, hey, ho. Anyway. All right. So there you go, Matthew. There's some terrible recommendations from Mike. No, I um, think they're all good. And I, I, honestly, Mike, I was going to say Olivia's for mine, too. Because <laughs> there is something just homey about being there. You know, I just love it. Yeah, they do. Sit outside you. at Olivia's by yes. yourself and like see yes. the people walking by. Yes. Okay. We've got another question. David in the live chat says, in honor of marathon weekend training starting this week. What? Okay. I'll, I'm just going to ignore that since I'll be at Disneyland. Uh, let's see. I'm thinking about park reservations for Marathon Weekend 23. I'll be in the parks with my wife and three-year-old Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, only running the marathon on Sunday. That still, you're only running 26 mm -hmm. miles, you slacker. Uh, what would you recommend for park reservations? Okay, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So you want to obviously keep keep it low on keep the steps low on Friday and Saturday. Scott, how would you lay this out? If you're trying to just, you're trying Ooh. to keep the, because he's a family guy, like Hall and Oates. He's a yes. family man, <laughs> but he's also trying to keep his legs fresh for Sunday because he still has to do the, uh, the 26 too. Man, that's so tough. That is. Um, and, you know, I do go to the parks over marathon weekend, as silly as that sounds. I, I very rarely stay off my feet, but I don't do much attractions, which is kind of weird. But yeah, I, I would, um, I'm thinking the studios, Mike. For it's, Saturday, it's the smallest. Got it's got the smallest footprint. It's the smallest. Yep. And then there's 
some good seating, you know, just find a bench on sunset, you know, just relax, you know, take in the weather, you know, like, yeah, you could just have a chill day there. And there's some family stuff to, to do there too. You know, you do Mickey and Minnie's like Toy Story Mania, things like that. So you can still have a fun day with the family and relax a little bit. I like that idea. The, the thing you got to watch is you don't want to have Genie Plus. Like you don't want to be running from attraction to attraction. This is the day where you do things like if you're at the Magic Kingdom, I mean, you can go to the Magic Kingdom. Magic Kingdom isn't that big either. And, you know, you could do Carousel of Progress and then easily stroll over to um, the People Mover and sit down on that. Because think about it, on Carousel of Progress, you're sitting for 20 minutes. You go on the People Mover, you're sitting for 10. And then you go on maybe Buzz Lightyear. But you stay, like, in that land and you try to hit those things. One of the things that gets me more than all the walking is standing. Like, you just don't want to get yes. in a line that's 90 minutes. You're just you're in bad shape if you have to stand in line for 90 minutes because you just don't get off your feet. Yeah, because I mean, you're going to do that the next morning in the corral. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I don't know, Ricky, any thoughts on that? Because, I mean, you got to think really about, you know, you you just want to avoid lines. Even it doesn't really matter what park you go to. You don't want to do a lot of, you know, you don't want to do 20, 30,000 steps. But, you know, if you just go into the park and just sit around and snack and just do a show here and there and just get out easy peasy. I mean, that you can really do any park as long as you're not crazy. Yeah, I think that's about right. I mean, I really wouldn't do animal kingdom probably yeah, just because there is you. it's huge i mean it, it's, it's, so it's easy to do a lot of yeah. steps in that park without even thinking about it yeah exactly um and you know it was also pretty easy to do a lot of steps around epcot uh especially that if you too. travel around world showcase you know if you want to just hang out and i almost said future world uh <laughs> but you know the the three at the beginning you know uh then i would i'm, I'm never gonna have that right world discovery just, the yeah. discoveries or? yeah the, yeah exactly uh world discovery world nature and world oh what's the other one uh now i forget it anyway it's still, um it's, it's still, gonna be it's future, future world, world. Be know, seriously yeah. i agree future yeah, world yeah exactly um so uh you know if you want to hang out in that section then that's good uh but yeah i mean i think that um magic kingdom and hollywood studios were the two that i really was considering and i would probably do hollywood studios on on saturday because like you said it sure. is smaller and then magic kingdom on on friday that's that's exactly so, where i was thinking and then what i like for sunday mike like i love going back to epcot after right. i finish the full um and it depends on what his family wants to do for cheering i think it's a great place to cheer too so if you get them a park mm-hmm. pass depending on i don't know what his pace is i'm sure he's faster than me but you know they might be able to catch you at the tail end of the full marathon depending on how you time it Plus, if he's super fast too, he can always go back in and watch people finish. That's always right. fun to that do is, too. You know, that you is do some super cheering. Fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, you're you're kind of not not troll, but you're just kind of you got this vibe when you're watching people and you got your like your marathon medal on and you're like cheering them on. You know, you just feel like a baller a little bit. But uh, <laughs> I very rarely have that feeling. But uh, that that's always a fun thing to do too. Um, and it's just it's just a marathon. I always think of just Epcot. I mean, I know we go through all four parks, we're all over the place, but like. You start at Epcot, you finish at Epcot. So I always like to go back in and get my spaceship or metal like immediately after all sweaty and gross. Yeah, no, I agree with you there. You got your picture there. But I mean, that's a good time to have a park hopper too, because then you can hop over to the Magic Kingdom after two yep. and get your, you know, then you could get, you know, devour exactly. some, you know, get a Liberty Tree Tavern uh, ADR that night and, you know, get your pictures in front of the castle. It's like the ultimate, ultimate park hopping day. You know, you yeah, go through totally. all four parks and you park back to right. Epcot and then you park hop again to Magic Kingdom. Like, just a park hopping fool. Yeah, then you looked at your watch like, oh, yeah, 50,000 steps, baby. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> All right, Angie's got a question. I'm thinking about doing a split stay during my next trip. I sent to do 
uh, let's see, uh, moderate during the majority of our stay and trying to decide on a deluxe to splurge for the last few days. Which one would you pick? Animal Kingdom Lodge, Savannah View, or the Polynesian Theme Park View? Ooh. So he's going to split, and he's going to wrap it up with a deluxe, either Animal Kingdom Lodge, Savannah, or Polynesian Theme Park View. Ricky. Yeah, this is tough, right? I mean, I think my my heart initially says Polynesian. I mean, I, I I can't I can't get away with that. You know, I've I've stayed at both, and uh, I think both are fantastic. But um, gosh, there's just there's something about the Polynesian. I just I can't. It's it's just got my heart. So, I mean, plus you're so close to the Magic Kingdom at that point. So Polynesian it is. Even without the Spirit of Aloha dinner theater being there, yeah, anymore, I know, totally I know, Mike. Gone. I never got to see Spirit of Aloha, so I don't think I'm missing out. I mean, oh, I might. I be, love but... that show. I saw it three times. I love that show. I well, now it'll live it. in your memories. It will. And the yeah. ribs. Oh, those ribs were so good. Okay, Scott, which one did you pick? Mike, you know I love Animal Kingdom Lodge and a Savannah View, but uh, not as much as I love the Polynesian with a theme park view. <laughs> That'd be awesome. And I guess. I, I guess it just kind of depend on what your goal is for the day. Like, I mean, I, and maybe I missed that in the question, but if it's just going to be like a chill, I'm going to be at the resort all day, then maybe I do lean towards Animal Kingdom Lodge. You know, like you'll be able to take more time watching the animals, but, you know, you can kind of go over to the lodge as a as a dinner guest, you know, and kind of still see, get that feel, you know. You can go out onto the public looking views, you know. So I'd rather go with the theme park view at the Polynesian, maybe just plan on watching the fireworks from your from your from your room too i think that'd be a cool way to end the day yeah i'm i'm gonna go polynesian just for the fact that it's it's kind of the ultimate disney resort animal kingdom lodge with savannah though it's amazing like you can't go wrong with either one of these but the recommendation that scott kind of said without saying is i would stack your theme park time while you're at the the first half of the split stay you know when you're at the moderate that's when you go to the theme parks. When you're staying at a deluxe resort, you have to make sure you're going to be spending time at the resort because you have amazing pools. You got great dining. You have great recreation and you have amazing things just to see and relax. Just great ways to go out on a swing on the beach, the poly, or, you know, if you have a Savannah view at Animal Kingdom Lodge and you never sit on your balcony, what, what's the point? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. So many people, I worry, book a Savannah View room, but they, you know, they spend five minutes looking out on the Savannah in the morning as they get ready to go to the parks, and that's the only time they spend out there. You could have done yep. that looking out a window, you know, at one of the ends of the halls. I, I'm just one of those people, like, if, if you book a deluxe, enjoy it, because it's such a, you know, it's such a unique thing at these resorts. That's what I always say. So, hopefully... Uh, Clean sweep. Yeah. Except, we, you know, Kathy in the live chat said uh, Polynesian all the way, and then Peg said... Animal Kingdom Lodge all the way. So we got a 50-50 in the chat. So I like that. All right. Jacob's got a question here in the inbox. Hey, Mike, Pam, Ricky, and Scott. And Scott is actually on the email. I like that. He knew. Uh, I recently listened to the Disney on a Dime episode, and it got me debating on whether or not to get a Disney visa or not. I was wondering if Disney ever offers room discounts to visa cardholders. And if so, is there a specific date range each year that they offer it? Thank you for all. Uh, thank you all for providing some of the best Disney content and have a great trip to Disneyland, Mike. Thanks. Jacob's out in North Carolina. All right. So Scott, you're a Disney. We're all three Disney visa card holders. I yep. believe. And do we all three have the uh, premier, whatever it's called the plus. But 
Yeah, I, the one where you I, do. I do. I do not, but I still own the Disney Visa. But okay. uh, it's all pretty yeah. much the same. But I don't. It's just yeah. accelerated points if you pay like a hundred bucks. Yeah, I use like my Delta. I, yeah. I try to get more like uh, on the miles size. But uh, but yeah, they have done this before, Mike. I know. I've um, and it's it's sporadic though. Like it's like kind of random. So it's not like I know the question is like what time of year do they do this? Like it's so random. Like I remember I did it once. Like it was the year we did the. Um, you and Ricky did the live show at the Give Kids the World Village for the lights. They had uh, one of those Visa, Disney Visa promotions going. And that's how I stayed at the Riviera because it was a deep discount. It was awesome. But um, it's just kind of random, wouldn't you say, Mike? What well, is? And the thing is, a lot of times the Disney Visa offers will be out at the same time as another offer. Like, so, for example, a lot of times like this Disney Visa offer will come out at the same time as like this Disney, subscri this Disney Plus subscriber offer came out. So it would be like... Most people have, because you know, I don't know, maybe it's because my clientele that I have at the Magic for Less, we're big Disney fans. So it's amazing, like, because I, 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 I don't know what the other agents see, because I know a lot of our other agents book, like, people at their church and people in their, you know, communities and stuff like that, you know, kind of regular people. Because most of my clients come from this show, you tend to be big Disney fans. And so most of my guests have, are Disney Plus subscribers. I don't even usually have to ask. I mean, it's like, it's a given almost. And almost every one of my guests, their first four digits of the card is 4266. Not, not trying to freak you out, but I can tell you the first eight, 4266. Then they're 9020 after exactly. that. I'm not trying to do mind tricks on you. <laughs> today. I know. I'm not going to tell you the second, the, the last eight. <laughs> the last ones, no. <laughs> if I do that, we I'll be freaking, four, I'll totally be freaking eight. people out if I tell you the last eight in your expiration date right now. No, but... <laughs> Here's the thing, like, you know, it's one of those things like they put those out and they're usually, they're not real aggressive offers. What they are is they're trying to entice you to just, to just look at something. But a lot of times the Disney visa offers will run parallel with some kind of a more, what they call broad offer that more people are going to be likely to have like that Disney plus subscriber offer. So it's usually the same rate. So, you know, that way people can either have either or, but I would say if you're going to travel to Disney, there are. You know, I've had it since day one. My thing says cardholder since day one. And it's just because, you know, you, you like Scott, I mean, you, it's good to have a rewards card. It never costs anything extra. And if you pay it off every month, why not get a few bonus points here and there and put it towards some souvenirs or, you know, an annual pass or what have you. That's what I've been doing. For, and aren't there you know, some benefits? Day. Like if you do a package, right, you can do like a six like months, zero percent yep, or something, yep, right? Yep, yeah. Six months, zero percent. Nice. It's got to be a package. Like it's not room only. And you can do that for yep. cruises, you know, so that, that mm. really helps with cruises. That's what I do for every. Yeah. Day. I just did that with you <laughs> when I booked <laughs> that like weekend matrix, but you got to be careful with that because you got to look at like, there's, you yes. got to look at your bill because you know, you think, Oh, well, I'm paying this, but no, you got to pay it exactly right. Or else, you know, you got to do the math. Right. right. Yeah. It's cause I got burned by that one time. I wasn't smart enough. Cause I just kind of thought I knew how to do that. And I, didn't so all right next question is from samantha she says running the 5k and the marathon in january what are some good places to eat semi-healthy oh we're out of here throughout the weekend leading up to the marathon i don't want to bog myself down eating park food for five days beforehand well I don't know. <laughs> You're in trouble. <laughs> I mean, so says, I say says the guy some, who eats tacos. There's some places we go to, Mike, that okay. could still work. Okay, like, let's okay. Take you over. could go to you can go to Olivia's and get the Mallory Cobb salad or whatever, or what the, the Mallory salad, whatever it is, you know. Or I think Ale and Compass has like some nice like chicken dishes, you know, that could be good. That's not more on the lighter side. I, in but, most places yeah. will have healthier options. It, yes. It, you know, I'm not saying you got to eat salad all the time, but they will have, yeah. you know, like, like a grilled chicken options. You it's know, not always a fried chicken. Yeah, exactly. Yes. I mean, 
Because my wife actually does like to get a grilled chicken. Even when we go to like uh, Texas Roadhouse, she has this grilled chicken thing she loves. It's got cause some kind of like a uh, topping on it. She's just like in love with. And I'm glad because I like Texas Roadhouse and I get to go more. Uh, but yeah, no, so it's, yeah, I, I don't think you have to necessarily. I think you got to stay away from, obviously, the quick service places like a Casey's and a Cos uh, Columbia Harbor House and a Cosmic Rays. You know, that kind of stuff is going to tend to be. I mean, there are, you know, there's, there's yeah, stuff you can get there, too. they definitely have some healthier options. But it's usually a salad. Maybe a salad or a wrap, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they do tend, and they, they'll have, like, you know, like a veggie dog or something at, at Casey's, I think, or something along those lines. Or just some substitutes. So I think about the ABC commissary. We, Mike, we both love that, like, buffalo oh, chicken stop. sandwich. stop. I've been craving that thing all week. <laughs> Yeah, but you don't have to do the steak fries with it, right? Maybe like get like a side of broccoli or something instead. Sometimes a vegetable to go with the sandwich is really good. So you're like meeting somewhere in the middle. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's like, what? Did, did Scotty G just say no to steak fries? You just right? messed I up. I didn't say for me. I meant for the, okay, the person. Yeah, okay. Samantha. For Samantha. For Samantha. I'm just saying you just messed up the perfect meal. That 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 grilled cheese, <laughs> buffalo chicken grilled cheese with those steak fries. And let me tell you. The fake palm trees inside at the ABC commissary with, which may be one of the most underrated and perfect background loops inside yeah. that place is the perfect combo. Awesome. And you can go and get refills. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and they have Coke Zero. <laughs> yes. Oh, get me to, who would have thought? Like, I'm in love with ABC commissary. It's crazy. I need a shirt. ABC commissary. Okay. Uh, next question is from Ian. She's from the Plan Disney Parks panel. Love her. And I got to share a flight with her coming back from Florida uh, about a year ago. Hey, Mike, and the BOGP I, think I met her at, uh, at Princess Weekend, too. She's very nice. Yes. She's, she's really cool. High energy. She says, I need help with Genie Plus ASAP. So this came in just one day ago. So this is ASAP as this gets. Here we go. Heading to the world for my 50th birthday soon and staying at the Grand Floridian Villas. Nice. So happy birthday. And yes, you're doing it correctly. Mm -hmm. Here's my question. We are a party of five and my 20 year old son has never seen Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. We'll arrive mid morning on July 5th, but don't plan to get to Hollywood Studios until mid afternoon, probably three o'clock. We have an Oga's reservation at 415. Since he has never ridden Rise, I figured we should get the individual lightning lane. However, I'm torn about Genie Plus. My youngest son loves Slinky Dog and he's hoping to get on. I heard a guest on one of your trip reports talking about stacking Genie Plus lightning lane return times. What is the best strategy to do this? And do you think buying it is worth it? The park closes at 9 p.m. that night. I would love your input. Your plan, Disney and plane buddy. Ian. I love it. Yes. Love it. And she's out in Pittsburgh way, I think. Okay. So thoughts, Ricky, what would you do? I'll give this one to you. I mean, I would definitely buy the individual lightning lane to Agreed. make sure that you are getting on, you know, rise. Uh, I think that that would be a must do for me. Um, as far as genie plus, I don't know. You know, I, I feel like as the day goes by at, at Hollywood studios, the lines for, you know, even the headliners gets much less. So um, I I might not do Genie Plus and I would maybe get in line for Slinky like last thing. Um, so I might save the money on that. I would though buy it for the individual lightning lane for Rise. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think I'd do Genie Plus. I think I'd just, I'd go for it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm kind of right with you on that. If she's thinking about not buying it, you could stand by, you could definitely stand by Slinky. 
you know, uh, especially at the end of the night. I mean, it'll tell you obviously that there's a really long wait, but there it won't be right. terrible, terrible. Yeah. Even after Ogres, it might even calm down, you know, around six yeah. or so. I mean, who knows? But yeah, I mean, I think this is the example of what individual lightning lanes are made for. Really, yeah. I mean, because you have your son who has never done this, you want to lock it in to guarantee that your son is going to get this experience. This, because I'm against the, you know, I'm not, I'm kind of in principle against the individual lightning lanes, but right here is where I think this is the beauty of it. Like you can guarantee this experience. Scott, what do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with both of you. Do the individual for sure. And then I know the question kind of about stacking. And I think I haven't really used Genie Plus too much. I'm going to be using it though really soon out at Disneyland, which I think is a whole different experience based on what Ricky was talking about a few few weeks ago. But I think the only way to really stack it is like you got to get times early in the day. So if you're going for like a Slinky Dog, the first available might not be till I don't know like three o'clock in the afternoon. So it might be a little bit more challenging to try to stack those because uh, you can only book one every you know couple a couple of hours. So I would I would stay away from that. Um, I like what Mike and Ricky said about like later in the night like yeah like the park does kind of empty out and you can if you're in the back of the park by toy story and galaxy's edge you can usually get into some of those attractions later so go for the individual um and then do standby for the rest all right well that is going to do it for today's show thank you so, for so much for all the great questions we always appreciate those and if you have a question send those to mike at be our guest we'll get those in the queue right here or join us most mondays now not next monday because it's fourth of july and we are out at Disneyland, but uh, in two weeks, join us at about 545 Eastern on Facebook and YouTube as we record live, and you can jump right to the top of the, the queue there. You just put it right there in the post, and we answer it immediately. So we are going to be back again tomorrow. We got the replay from Sunday night's live show, you, me, and Scotty G. That was a fun one. And then on Friday, we're going over our last minute. We're going day by day of what Scott and I are going to do at Disneyland. Ricky's going to chime in because she's been there talk about her experiences some advice she's going to give us and we're going to talk about what we're going to be doing is we because scott gets on the plane on friday he it, scott scott pulled the scott he booked he moved his flight up a day like he was going to leave friday night like way late and he's like dude i just moved my flight the first thing in the morning i'm like what what didn't you have to work no anyway so he he works some magic at work so he's beating me out to california now i'm going saturday morning but this will be the show where we tell you what our plans are and then we'll be out there also follow us on the social media hashtag b-o-g-p at d-l so the a-t because there's no at signs and hashtags b-o-g-p a-t-d-l for all the uh, pictures and, and updates from that okay don't forget today's show always brought to you by the magic for less travel check them out for all your disney trip planning needs over at themagicforless.com Please also use our Amazon affiliate link when you shop online. That one extra click really does help us out. It's BeOurGuestPodcast.com slash Amazon. And finally, thank you to the patrons of the Be Our Guest Podcast. You allow us to have all this fun and make this great community that we have and talk Disney each and every week. If you'd like to join us, come on over to Patreon.com slash Podcast. Give Ricky a follow on social media. She's at Ricky Nibs, counting down to her Disney Wish Cruise. Scott is at Epscott. He's going to be on a Delta Airlines plane headed to San Diego, San Diego, uh, here very soon. That'll be on Friday and all the adventures there. I'm at Be Our Guest Mike. You know me. I can't take 10 steps without posting a picture when I'm on vacation. So give us a follow. And, of course, Ricky will probably be putting the stuff hopefully on the main BOGP pod. Uh, no, what is it? Be Our Guest Pod account. So follow that, too. Yeah. All yeah, right. Be Our Guest Pod. Perfect. That's the one. Perfect. Yeah. All right. No live show this Sunday night because, obviously, we will be – 
busy, but we'll be back uh, right after that for, for another live show. All right, we're going to be back again Thursday, Friday. We don't miss any podcasts. We're recording early this week, so we don't have any holes in the podcast schedule. So until we talk to you again, for Ricky and Scott, I'm Mike, wishing you a great Wednesday. Time to get back to work, and we'll see you real soon. You've been listening to the Be Our Guest Walt Disney World Trip Planning Podcast. If you have questions, comments, or would like to be a guest on the show, please visit our website at BeOurGuestPodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you real soon.